Welcome to Kill Pride Club. My name is Terrence, and I just want to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for liking, subscribing, commenting, sharing. It's no secret that here at Kill Pride, we are on a mission to improve the way that men show up in the world as well as their own households. But the amazing thing about what I've seen since we released the last episode is that our sisters have been showing up, man. So sisters, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing with me how it's impacted your own life and relationships. So thank you. Speaking of relationships, that's what this episode is all about because we can't really go through life without them. I'm going to wrap that up because it's much better to just listen to the episode. Look forward to hearing what you think. I'll see you on the other side. Peace. Welcome to Kill Pride Club, the media platform and community. My name is Terrence and I'm excited about this evening's conversation. I've got some of my closest people with me. I've got Ron Anthony. I've got David Sutherland. I've got my main man, James, over here in the corner. And today we want to talk about relationships. We're talking about relationships and we're talking about relationships because of how important they are, right? We haven't been designed to do life by ourselves. And it's clear because when you look at the things that happen in the world, the impact, there's a lot of emphasis on isolation, like especially mm -hmm. post-COVID. There are a lot of people that are isolated. A lot of people that are doing things on their own. Mm -hmm. And so the more I begin to think about it, the more I realize like the value of friendships and relationships in my own life and just how rich my life is in that capacity. Mm. I felt like it was necessary to have conversations around that because not only have I enjoyed the fruits of the relationships that I have, the brotherhood, the friendship that I have, but my family has actually enjoyed the fruit of that. Right. So every time I get a chance to go out of town or link up with my boys, I come back at a, as a better person, like immediately, whether I've been held accountable about something, I, something stupid I was saying or doing. My boys hold me accountable in that regard, or it's just to blow off steam. Your spouse, your significant other shouldn't be everything to you right. because I don't think that's healthy. And so having relationships and friendships with guys who are like-minded, who, who are not going to put you in positions where you have to, you know, have alibis, right. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like it's helpful. And so we're talking about relationships this evening because it's an important topic and it's something I really believe is critical and crucial to our development as men. So with that being said, as a man, what do you believe about relationships? What do you believe about friendships? And what does it take for you to develop friendships at this level? Right off the bat, I believe that a lot like you, Terrence, our relationships are essential to us in life. And I think they go through seasons, they go through changes. Some are more for recreation, but some are definitely deeper. So the foundation of the relationship is necessary. A guy created Eve to be a helpmeet, and I know we'll jump into that a little bit later, but he recognized that man should not be alone. So I think that's the foundation of it. We're not meant to be here on our own. But for friendships, that's something that's completely different. You can be a friend, you can have different levels to this ish as, as the saying goes, to where, <laughs> uh, to where you evolve from friendships to something uh, a little bit deeper, something a little bit more stronger, more of a bond. Relationships definitely are essential and friendships as well yes, sir. are encased in that. Absolutely. Man, I'll, I'll say something about relationships that this is something new just for I guess the part of like life that I'm walking through now like man you you know I lost my grandmother uh, a little bit over a month ago I think one of the things that make relationships like stick it's like pain and I'm not a you know I'm not you know it's, it's like I don't want to be dark but like yo pain like I was, I was talking to my lady and she she loves the relationships that we have like we like all of us are going back to homecoming and we Excited that we already yes, put sir. the money down for our Airbnb, like because we look forward to that. But yeah. our relationships, they were forced in pain. Wow. You know, like we've done life together. We've gone through nasty stuff 
ugly stuff, hard stuff. And I think when people build relationships on convenience mm. and stuff that doesn't matter, like whenever you need somebody, whenever, like the day my grandmother passed, mm. bro, like you were on the road before she was officially dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you, yeah. you heard something in my voice when we talked that morning yeah. and you started going up 85 before, you know, I even called the family and told them, like, yo, y'all need to get to the hospital. Like, that's pain. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, so there's a trust that comes with a relationship that's forced in pain because you know you can depend on that person. Mm-hmm. And then, it, it, like, it makes it deeper than all your surface level stuff, you know? Yeah, I'll add that. I mean, we talked a little bit about this a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, consistency and uh, being dependable, those are things that you look for in people that you're in relationship with. And so in order for a relationship to be fruitful and you feel that it actually has meaning is that you see that you can be vulnerable and, and that you can see consistency in life. I can tell you that having been divorced myself, I know what it's like to have had multiple relationships built on trauma like you said man mm-hmm. you know that's you know you have pain that that comes with that mm-hmm. and in some cases you grow from it you know sometimes you just go through it mm-hmm. but i feel like a real relationship a real friendship is one in which you you feel that you have grown mm-hmm. and that you've built a, sure. a, a a partnership and it's like soldiers man you shoulder to shoulder you go to war you know that there's somebody your boy gonna be there in, a, in one of those most vulnerable moments mm-hmm. and to me that is what what really makes a friendship as opposed to just people that you know or that you're acquainted with yeah so I, I hear you james i think you make a great point about just the quality the qualities of a friend so i, I think about the relationships that i have with the people here but also everybody in this room man and, and there are certain qualities and traits that everybody here possesses right like there's a there's a thing about, like, I'll give you an example. There's a level of loyalty here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, that is one of the traits, one of the qualities that yeah. I think exists in, in this room. Because it's like, like, for example, my guy Rick. Rick said, bro, I didn't know what Kill Pride Club was, but you said it, so I'm pulling up. That's it. Right? Yep. Right? So, like, that, is, I think that is traits and qualities like that, man, yes, that right. help transform things from being, you know, just surface to something that is deeper, even whenever there, there is pain. So for you, for all of you, like, what do you think are like the top three to five traits or qualities that you look for whenever you have relationships in your life or trying to decide whether or not this person is worthy of your time in terms of building those relationships? Something with age that I realized that bothers me more than anything else is selfishness. Mm. Like, I can't stand it. You can't be selfish if we're ever going to have a real relationship. I think that's just wired into some people. I honestly do. Like, like I mean, you have people that are parents that are selfish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of selfishness is healthy in being a parent. Like, you need to make sure that you're good and that you get right. space for, sure. for yourself. You need this time around the bros. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. That's healthy. Like, I believe you should come back better. The number one trait for me is, like, you know, someone that can really put somebody else above themselves. Mm-hmm. I kind of think that's birthed into some people. Like, it's, it's unspoken in mm-hmm. a way because we've been in relationships that exist because they have to mm-hmm. or, or whatever. But I think when someone will really, like, go that extra mile for you, like, that's what people that when you talk about shoulder to shoulder, that's who you want to go to war with, mm-hmm. right? Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, you, like somebody that's for real going to hold you down, you know. But, like, if you're selfish, I can't do it. So, with that being said, how would you all define friendship? And yeah, let's talk about that. How would you define, define friendship? So friendship, 
I would define as, like you said, somebody who has like-minded kind of values. For me, what I value in a friend is somebody who uh, is authentic. It's hard to be around uh, another guy who doesn't want to be himself. I find it disruptive. But for, for friends, um, because it's so many shared spaces, I really don't have a lot of requirements for my friends. I think there's different levels of friendship that go into relationship, that go into different aspects of life where I think the conversation will naturally veer to because I believe there's a deeper level of friendship, i.e. brotherhood. But for my friends, the first step, you got to be authentic. I think that's the first characteristic. You got to know who you are and what you want to do or what you stand on. Because if you if you don't know what you stand on, I can't identify you. I can't locate you. So I think that's the first characteristic for me when I'm choosing my friends, who I want to spend their time with. Second one is just being like-minded. Not not saying God was back in college. Thank God for the grace. Uh, <laughs> but uh, as, you, as you grow, you, you want to be around people who are on the same wavelength of you are. Sure, Definitely be able, to be able to vibe, but you might decide you want to take Shawty home. Well... I got to go home to my shawty who I'm married mm-hmm. to. Like, you know, that's oil and water. Those two don't mix. So to be my boy, yeah, we're cool. But to be my friend, probably don't need to be my friend right now because we ain't on the same wavelength. And then the last one, I would say to just be my friend or to be in the door, you got to be cool, man. You got to have something about you. You got to be a little bit different. And that's what goes back to authentic. Everybody's different. Everybody different slice. But when you own who you are, there's a coolness that comes to that, I believe. Absolutely. Like when you say friend, it's actually one of the first things you said, like, I personally don't put a ton of value on the word friend in and of itself. Like, I I may see somebody, I'm like, hey, what's up, friend? Like, I mean, it, and it's fine. <laughs> and, it, you know, and I honestly feel that, like, yo, we could be friends or something about That's you. It, that, it's okay. That's it. But, like, that don't mean you're my people. That, right. You know what I'm saying? That like, I think, like, yeah. when, you, when you talk about it's levels to things, like, yo, like, if you're my bro, like, if you're my brother, like, my friends, when I, I mentioned the conversation earlier, because I always try to keep a keep an even kill. Whenever I, I lost my grandmother, for example, mm-hmm. and like they were like, "Yo, Ronnie, you okay? Do you need a couple of days?" I said, "No, I'm good. I'm coming back to work the next day." But my boy knows that yo, that woman raised me. I should probably go make sure he, yeah, you know. Nice. And I'm, and, yeah. but here I am, at work trying to do the same thing, and you know, getting ticked off at people for no apparent reason, <laughs> you know. And I mean, there's a reason, but I'm just like, ah, why are you in my space right now, you know? And the reality is, I need to be home. I need to be around my fam, like my mm. bros, not my friends. Because my friends thought everything was okay. Because mm. I actually said everything was. You know, but I think there is a, there's a commonality between people. I think people put way too much emphasis on the word friend. Like, yeah, they yeah, think that yeah. that'd be somebody that you're born with or somebody that... No, a friend is somebody that you can socialize with, you can associate. You can say, hey, you may have a common interest. That's it. Or you may just be a human. And that's fine. <laughs> you know, like, for real. Like, you know, I don't think it's all of that emphasis on friends. But I think there's a deeper level to friendship or relationships or brotherhood mm-hmm. that, like, tells the difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll say that. I don't know if, if integrity is the right word, man. But in terms of what I look for in a friendship, if you lack integrity, then I don't really have a desire to be in, in any kind of relationship with you, man. Sure. But the one thing I, I think you kind of touched on to David is this authenticity and uh, my dad used to, I mean he didn't he didn't say a lot of things when when he did make the impact but one of the few things he used to tell me was don't be no phony don't be no fake mm-hmm. and and he was saying it to try to shut my mom down you know, he was always trying to criticize my mother but I, I I knew what he said man don't be fake be real you know that is incredibly important to me and uh, you know when you know who you are 
you don't have to pretend to be somebody that you're not. You know, one of those lines I remember from 42, Chadwick Boseman, he was playing Jackie Robinson. And I think he had gotten, I don't know what happened in, on, on the movie, but he, he told his wife, I'm not afraid of these people. I know who I am. Right. You know, there's something about you being knowledgeable of who you are right. that makes you, you know, it, it's, it's somebody that you don't have to try to be. And those are the only kind of people that I really want to be around. I don't like fake people. Mm. So if, if you're not real, then I don't, I don't really have time for, for any kind of relationship, be it friendship or otherwise. Man. I, so I'll add to that. I think for me, emotional intelligence is key too, mm-hmm. right? Like you got to know yes, how to sir. show up, when to show up, what yes. to say, how to say it. Like, yep. and you don't have to be perfect, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, like your intention has to be legit. Right? Right. You can't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And right. I think, so I think there's a level of self-awareness that has to happen mm-hmm. and occur. But I think being able to be emotionally intelligent, that means that you've taken the time to get to know right. yourself, mm-hmm. right? You've taken the time and you're selfless enough to be able to read the room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're selfless enough to be aware, to be able to hide yourself in moments when you're not important. How you show up in the world, how you show up for other people, how you show up for your people, man. That's a word. Those are the things that matter, <laughs> yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. that. And I think whenever you, whenever you do that, the world, and you can call it whatever you want, but there's a level of magnetism that mm-hmm. exists, yes. right? So what you yeah. put out is what you're going to get back. Yeah, and absolutely. I really, truly believe that. And so whenever you are aware enough to know, hey, man, don't be a trash person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's not, it ain't, like, it's not that deep, right? right. Don't be a trash person. <laughs> Rule number one. Yeah, don't be trash, right? Like, and again, yeah. like, we are all on our own journeys, and we're all growing in a variety of ways, man. But being able to be emotionally intelligent mm-hmm. is such a vital part of something that I, I need from a group. Yeah. Emotional intelligence, would be, it breeds trust in the mm-hmm. relationship, too. Because the people that I got the best relationships with, like my closest friends, we can be in a room. We don't got to say nothing. Right. Facts. Like, it's a, it's a trust that comes in silence. Mm-hmm. Man. Like, people, they get fidgety. Like whenever they're trying to figure out what to say or right. like, what you know, or, you know, just pipe up and say that, like, with your true relationships, it don't take all that. Facts. Right. Like, See. you know, people say, say less. Like, for real. You my friends, <laughs> say less. <laughs> Literally. Like, because. Unless you say it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say yeah. less. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm glad you're here. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Yeah, so. man. For sure. So, y'all kind of talked, talk, kind of touched on this a little bit. But there seems to be varying levels of mm. relationships, right? You got your associates. You got your your coworkers, the people that you see nine to five. Yeah, you might not even want to rock with them, right? Like you, you laugh, you smile. Dave, an accountant. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> no disrespect, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's your boy because right. y'all y'all do what you need to do to, right. to, to achieve what you need to achieve. Then you got friends. To your point, Ron, about like you know, hey friend, yeah, yeah, that right. type of thing. Sure. But then there's a deeper deeper level, right? Mm-hmm. Your people, your your brothers, mm-hmm. the people that you know and that's trust, it. man. The people. Again, the people for me that are in this room, the people that you know, the people that you know that if you if you needed to cry, mm. right? If mm. you needed Talk to shed it. tears, Talk right? Like these are the people in your life where you can go to and do that. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about being judged, being labeled, being called a wimp or, yeah. or whatever, because you know that they have your best interest at heart and they are key to helping create a certain level of safety where you feel like you're able to do that. Absolutely. And so I would love for you all to speak more about just the difference of that, right? Like 
What's the difference between being a friend and what's the difference between being a brother? Man, I think there's a certain convenience that comes with friendship. People beat the world with having these folks that are like, yo, they're going to be with me for life. Mm-hmm. No, y'all were born in the same year <laughs> and you got the same zip code. <laughs> like, you got, like you went to school, like, like I grew up in a small town, like, and some people never leave that small town. I love my hometown, like, for real. But the reality of the situation is, like, I didn't know who I was enough during the right. time whenever I was there to right. really knew what value to me and a friend. That, like, real relationships are not built off convenience. Like, I choose to be around. That's like, I come sure. from North Carolina sure. to hang with you. Yeah. Like, you my people, my yep. people. Yes. Yeah. Like, there are a million other places I can be. Absolutely. I can save that five hours in the car. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you begin to do things that aren't convenient, mm. then that's a real relationship. Like, you know, people in the room that said they had a baby last week. Facts. You know, like, that somebody yeah. that'll show up for you like that. You could be like, yo, my, my kid is tripping. And your kid is. We get it. That's <laughs> all one week holds do. Right. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But, like, when you do things that are outside of that convenience, it's a real relationship. Mm. You know, and that's the, the, the biggest separator for me. Like, that's the first thing I look for. Hmm. Like, who I choose to be around. Because when you get a certain age, bro, we, you, our Facts. circles do not have to cross. Facts. And I'm Facts. good with that. Facts. I, I think that what you're talking about is that brotherhood because the concept of day one versus day two is what you're talking about. Day ones is kind of people you was born around. I, I grew mm. up around, went to school together, so it was really a proximity thing. But my day twos are all people I chose. Yeah. Like, that. that's my boy. And I believe that's where the, the relationship kind of evolves from because, yeah, my day ones are still my, that's still my boys. Absolutely. but. My brother over here, no, I'm riding with him. Like, mm-hmm. he knows not only does we have, do we have history, but we have a future together. And I believe mm. that's because it's yeah. it's built out of something more. To be my brother, I, I count uh, a couple of people in this world my brother. I mean, just going off the characteristics, trying to stay on that same uh, vein, is accountability and discipline. I, I know my brother's going to hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. My brother's going to be the one to tell me, nah, bro, you you was dead wrong. Bro, why you talk to her like that, bro? Why why you out there? Why? Why are you getting that other drink? You drunk already. Like, that, 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 that's your brother. Your brother's going to be 100, 100% with you. Like, what are you doing right now? Y'all started sloppy with it. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, accountability. And then I said discipline because to me, for a man, I don't think there's anything bigger. I have a saying, discipline is divinity because I believe it's that close to godliness. Mm-hmm. If you can bring yourself to a level of discipline in a repetitive state, I don't believe there's anything you can't accomplish. That's the recipe for success. But my brother has to be disciplined enough to be able to stand up when I don't want to hear that, no, nah, right. you're going to hear this. Right. Like right now, when, when I've completely messed up, yep. when I've argued with my wife, hey, you need to go back in the room and call her. Yep. Mm-hmm. You was dead wrong. You was you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you was wrong, yeah. bro. Right? Yeah. And, and, and For sure. My brother knows, like Terrence was saying, in those moments when everyone else, like, oh, I didn't turn my phone off. Okay, well, I'm going to pull up on you then. Yep. Right. Like mm-hmm. you're going to hear these words tonight, and yeah. we're going to get it right tonight. <laughs> you're yeah. not running from this. But again, that's just the evolution of a, of a friendship that grows I think kind of organically, but definitely more so because of choice. Yeah. Like, hey, I, I see you. You see me, bro, and I'm rocking with you. Yeah. And it just continues to stack layers upon layers upon layers. Yeah. So, so, so with that, man, you said that. That just that has my mind going. Yeah. So can we be real that, like, we all think that friendships kind of happen, but, like, it is a level of intentionality about Absolutely. it. You know? Absolutely. Like, for real. Absolutely. Like, you choose those people that you Absolutely. want to let into your circle on that level, people that you want to be vulnerable with 
Mm-hmm. Like everybody can't speak into your life. You right. know what I'm saying? Like you, the person that tell you, like, bro, put that drink down. Like, exactly. you, know, you are a mess. Like they gotta, like they gotta know you to be able to do that. I right? want to add one caveat to that because part of it can be the circumstance. We are in a situation together where you reveal to me your character. Oh, you my brother now. Like yeah, we yeah. we both have an opportunity to go left, and you hold me down. I mean mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. It, it. All of us are, are grown now, but. Growing up in in that street code, where you that's where a lot of that culture mm-hmm. comes from, is mm-hmm. that hey, we're in an environment where we're in a situation and you didn't fold. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge for me. So you're in that situation. Some of it's circumstantial, but you still chose to be in that situation with that man. So ultimately, as a man, you got to own that. Mm-hmm. But if, if bro don't fold, yeah, that's my guy. That's real, bro. That's right. Hey, one thing I'll say, I'll add to this because I mean everything y'all said, I completely agree with. But I grew up and I didn't have any biological brothers. So, I, you know, I had cousins, you know, my, my, my cousin Floyd was always my ace boom. But when he started smoking weed, you know, and I was trying to do trying to do the right thing, we just kind of split apart. So as I grew older, I didn't necessarily come to expect it. But I'm going to tell you, all the one one brother, there's somebody sitting in this room right now. Uh, I remember the, the defining moment that he became my brother was when he had known that I, I quit a job. I had a good job and I left it thinking that I could do something better. Uh, so in that that decision alone, I felt humiliated. I wasn't humbled. I felt humiliated. Mm-hmm. You know, I my my ex wife at the time was brand freshly pregnant, mm. and so I had maybe like two thousand dollars in my bank account, and uh, Cobra had just run out. You know, mm. so we had no no life insurance, no uh, health insurance rather. And I was, I mean, it was right around the uh, recession. So wasn't nobody trying to hire nobody. I don't care how many degrees you got, you know? <laughs> and so, but I was broke, man. And I remember my brother Zed, he, he actually, he has his own business. And uh, he knew that I was struggling, man. And he called me and he said, hey, man, I want you to come and cut some grass with me. And I did whatever, whatever I had to do to make $25, $50, you know, and uh, I remember being up on that roof. That's the moment that I said, man, this is my brother. Yes, sir. Wow. I, I, was, I was at home two hours ago trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And now I'm standing out on, on a garage on a rooftop cleaning out gutters with my brother because he knew that I had no money, but I needed some dignity to be yeah. able to come and clean up. And just do something with my life, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that to me is what what real brotherhood is, man. Even though I didn't have a, I was I was a brother to two younger sisters. I was always the oldest, always had to take care, you know. And I was taught how to be a brother. I wasn't taught how to be a friend. We talked about that, you know. But I was taught to be the big brother. But I didn't know what that looked like for me. Mm-hmm. And so growing up and then seeing it in my life as an as a grown man, I was 38 years old when that happened. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think I ever really felt it until then. So, yeah, I mean, I ain't trying to get deep, you know, but it just, it was one of those moments, man, where you feel like, man, that's, that's my brother from another mother yes, and, and I will be that way for, I mean, ride or die. And I mean, I'll go to jail with that brother, you know, <laughs> I, I will fight, I will fight anybody. I mean, actually, I'll fight with anybody on any of y'all. <laughs> I come from a family where we just, hey, look, we just I believe, fight, I man. I that too. Yeah. Yeah. I subscribe to that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go to jail, but if, if I got to go. down to you, know, yeah. we're going there. Hey, bring the pedigree. That's what brotherhood like, is. Going. But that, that is what brotherhood is, right? Like, truthfully, man, like everybody in this room, listen, if, if we in a situation and you was out of pocket. Right. And we got to fight. I'm going to fight with you. Right. Man, it don't matter. Right. Yeah. You, 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 you can yeah. help us. Right. You know, I'm going to be like, hey, bro. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, you got a pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is what we got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to get outside first. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to fight with you. We're going to pass hands together. I'm going to do everything. We're going to win, too. Right, yeah. But when we get on the backside of it, I'm going to say, hey, man, you was out of pocket. Right, right. Like, let's not. Yeah, yeah, let's not do that again. Now you know. But while we in it now. Right. We gonna we gonna fight, go. right? Sure. Yeah. For sure. So, like thinking about that that distinction, you brought up this concept, mm-hmm. Dave. Like this idea, this concept of day ones versus day twos, right. right? And we talked a little bit about that. Like your day ones being the person that you were born with, you know, that you were in the neighborhood with. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is by proximity, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's like okay, these are your day ones, right? But the day twos are the people that you choose, right? They're right. the ones that are that their purpose seems to be aligned with your purpose. Mm-hmm. The, they care about your well-being. They care about your success is equally, if not more, about their own success, right? And there's, there's a certain mindset and heart set that aligns with who you are as a person. Right. So I would love to hear from y'all, man, like when you think about one day ones versus day twos, what are the distinctions for you personally? And how have you seen that play out in your own life? Well, in terms of just describing what those characteristics yeah, yeah, are, yep. I, well, I said it already, man. Integrity is is on the top of my list, uh, and also with that is accountability. You can get it from both the day one and the day two. For sure, but, you know when you have a, a person that you've chosen to be in relationship with, to be in brotherhood with. I expect that you'll hold me accountable. I expect that, that you'll let me, like you said, you, know, you you drinking too much, you know, if you know, honey, need to, you need to tell her, drop right. your number, you know. There's an accountability that you have with those day twos, man. And that that is, I think, the most important part because a real friend won't let you stay in trouble, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, and if you know that somebody's doing something and you you allow them to go in that ditch and don't try and rescue them, it, it, it makes me question your commitment to our friendship, you know, hmm. so that's, that's how I, I describe it. At least a little bit of that would require that kind of integrity, that kind of intentional accountability. It's like having a booger on your nose all day and right. nobody ever told you. Right, right. right. Like, how you going to be my boy? And I had a booger this yeah, whole time yeah, and you yeah, ain't yeah, tell me. Like, you need some real friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah I need real friends. You I mean, I tried, me. bro. Check my I, notes. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I, I think you touched on it. it it's about alignment because I, I, I am of the mindset that your day ones can become day twos For sure. or, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. It's about the, the alignment with where I'm going and what I'm trying to do. And it don't always got to be deep, but if you only interested in, 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 in hitting the blunt and, and chilling on the corner all day, cracking jokes, bro, that's cool for right when we was at that age. But right now, what else are we doing? Like, where, where are we going? What's your motion? Because if I can't give anything to you, you can't get none from me, then we just two stuck people. But if you've been down for me from, from day one, and you talking about I'm going to be a producer, hey, bro, I'm going to be in journalism, and we both connecting and, and hitting steps, you go to school over here, I go to school out of state, and we still on alignment and then continue to grow from that, that's some of your, your, your top people right mm-hmm. here. But your day twos, is they're more so in line with you because you did choose them on, on your right. step, on your walk. Right. So for me, that I think that would be the biggest difference is the alignment that we're on. Like, if we're not on the same path, that don't mean I don't got no love for you. Still wow. love you. Still my boy. Right. Oh, but sure. I, I, we, we can't rock the same way. That, that that would be the biggest difference between the two. And then, of course, just the, the, the choosing. I think there's not enough made of that. Like, when you get older... Your time becomes your most valuable asset, and it already Absolutely. is when you're younger. You just don't realize it. But the time I choose to spend with you, because you got too much going on, bro. Like, you got kids now. You got a job. You need your own, own alone time. So yeah. 
if in my time, my downtime, if I call you up, that means you're important to me. Mm. That means that I, I want to spend time with you. That was somebody that I intentionally thought about. That's where that grows from. Even even building on that, man, like, how do you find your day twos? <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. I, I'll like, tell you, really? man, like, you, it's, it's choice for sure, but, like, like, if you are, like, real, if you think about, like, if you want to find who your, like, running buddies are, like, you start running your path, and you look along, along to the right and the left, and those who's running beside you, that's your running that's buddies. That's your running buddies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, if they, ain't running, if, they, if they ain't running your race, they probably got your people. day twos. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's people that, like, like when you say alignment, alignment is not stationary. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not like you were, you're still and you're in a straight line. No, you're aligned because you're moving in the same direction. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and so it's like, man, it's really like people that are moving along the same path as you because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the same way we found our relationships in college. Yeah. Like we were all black men that were running campus organizations. Yeah. And, like, when we were trying to figure out kind of what we wanted to do or what organizations we wanted to be a part of, all black men that were running campus organizations, they fit into one particular association. And we know it changes different from location to location, but that was our story, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, you find your running buddies by you running your race, you running your path, and you look along to the side of you, and whoever else is running, that's your running buddy. If if I could add, man, that you said intentional. You know, that was a word you used. I, I feel like... You can select, and I don't know if we as men do enough of that, man, but it's like when you scoping out a lady, you know, when you were single, you you were intentional about who you were going to look for in the club. As men, we have to understand that you need to be intentional about who you want to be in partnership with. You know what I'm sure. saying? Like if, if you want to run with people who don't have values and, and or if you want to run with somebody who is running their own business. I mean, I'm intentional about the conversations that I have. Standing here tonight, I heard a, a couple of brothers, their wives are starting businesses. There's something about maybe staying in touch, you know, being intentional to say, I don't know this brother, but I can actually stay in touch with him. I can exchange a number. We've got mm-hmm. similar interests, like you said, mm-hmm. but I'm intentional about it. I think there's mm-hmm. where... I don't know what it is about men that feel like we can't necessarily do that because it makes us uncomfortable. But there's a vulnerability to saying, hey, man, let me get your number. Let's, you know, exchange and you connect, you know, because that <laughs> right. it could come across. But if, if you know who you are, like I said before, I don't think it really should matter, man. You know, be intentional about wanting to be in touch with these day tunes. And uh, that's something that I think we can do a little bit better job in. You can take the pressure off your chest. You can take the pressure off your chest Let go of the worry and the stress Let go of the worry and the stress